Thanks to Noom for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Sticking to a weight loss plan can be so hard, especially when you don't know how to handle the thoughts, triggers, and other obstacles that can sabotage your process. What do you have to lose? Sign up today to start your trial at Noom.com slash dream job. That's N-O-O-M.com slash dream job. Thanks to M. Jemmy for supporting this podcast. Go see for yourself how amazing these shoes are at mjemmy.com slash dream job for $50 off your first pair. That's letter M. G-E-M-I dot com slash dream job. Don't keep your day job is supported by Pocket, your space to absorb all the amazing content you find on the web. Fill the Pocket app with those articles, long reads and videos that catch your eye and create a quiet corner to focus on your interests. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. Download from your app store. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you guys? What is going on? Where are you? Are you home? Are you traveling? Are you with family? Are you having a Friendsgiving? Uh, we're doing a Friendsgiving at my house. You know, I have to say growing up, I didn't really look forward to holidays. My parents are divorced. It always felt a little bit depressing and sad. It was like my mom, sister, grandma, and me. And we would always feel like something was missing. And sometimes we wouldn't make a big dinner because it was just us. So we'd just like, go out for Chinese food or something. And even though I love my grandma and I miss her so much and I enjoyed having my sister and my mom, it just always felt like we were watching the movies and we were looking at people sitting around tables in Connecticut or wherever they were with the Christmas lights and I just always wanted to create that. And when my husband and I got married, um, he also, you know, he has his own stuff that he came from, not a divorced family, but some other hard things that he had growing up. And I wrote a song called Fly Away Home. And it was about how maybe together, now that we met each other, that we would make something new, that we would create something different, that we would finally go home to what really felt like home, to a place where people would walk in the door and they wouldn't have to earn love. Everybody would just feel like they were seen and that people got who they were. And um, so this year is the first year we're doing this big Friendsgiving. And of course, my mom and um, all of our family who's around is welcome. And in addition, we're having a bunch of friends and I couldn't believe how many people were actually available. So there's like 27 families coming. And so with the couples plus the kids, there's like 88 people coming to my house and I cannot believe what I got myself into, but I'm also really excited. And um, it's also my daughter's um, seventh birthday. My daughter turned seven and it was so cool. She was born um, on Thanksgiving. So we were in the hospital that year on Thanksgiving and uh, what an incredible thing to feel, especially since we had been told years earlier that we would never have a child. I had all these um, complications and fertility issues, and we went through several rounds of fertility treatment. I think it was like nine rounds until we had her. And um, there she was. And of all days, she was there on Thanksgiving. And boy, was I grateful. And when I held her in my arms for the first time, I felt as if uh, she was always there. She was someone who I'd known forever. And uh, now she's turning seven. I cannot believe it. And she has two adorable little sisters who also came along through the help of fertility treatments. And each one of those was a quest in and of itself. And um, I'm excited to be sitting here on Thanksgiving and thinking about all of the blessings that we have. And I wanted to share some stuff about gratitude and about blessings. Uh, Before I get into that, I also want to thank you 
for being you. I want to thank you for being in my life. Uh, you guys lift me up like millions of balloons. And I know I said this on Monday, but it, it definitely bears repeating. Thank you for making me feel like I'm doing something that matters and showing up and telling me that in my Instagram DMs. And thank you for sharing the show. Um, thank you for helping us reach almost 4 million downloads in less than two years. We could not be doing this if it wasn't for you. So thank you. And I'm hoping that you're going to continue to take what we're talking about every week and every time we talk. And I'm hoping that you're going to keep putting that into your life and realizing that the world needs you and um, your set of DNA is completely original and unique. And so if you don't share what you've got to share, it will never be shared. So I hope you know that. If you love this episode or any episode, please share it with a friend. Um, maybe it would lift them up. Maybe it's something that we can keep sharing. Hopefully more and more people will be reminded um, that they have so much to contribute and they will know that their messy work in progress version is enough and they will get started. If you love what we're doing, a great way to show gratitude is to not only share the show, but come follow me on Instagram, which takes a second. I'm at kathy.heller. And then um, go ahead and leave us an iTunes review. It would be such a wonderful, sweet, gift and I will be giving away a couple uh, $100 gift cards tomorrow. So if you left us a review on iTunes and if you're following me on Instagram, you will be eligible and I will select a couple people tomorrow just to say thank you to this incredible community for being there. And by the way, I started adding video content to my Instagram. I started adding these like one minute videos. So go check it out and let me know what you think. So let's talk a little bit about gratitude for a second. This is super important. You know, all of us want the same thing. If you ask anybody what they really want, they're going to tell you they want to be happy. And we've talked on the show about how I believe that truly the thing that makes us happy is purpose. But another important thing to understand is that gratitude is one of the quickest ways to feel a sense of fulfillment and well-being. And they've done all these studies that talk about this. And often people will say that happy people are grateful. But really, it's the other way around. Grateful people are happy. One psychology professor, Robert Emmons, defines it as two parts. He says, one, gratitude is an affirmation of goodness. We affirm that there are good things in the world. There's gifts and benefits we're receiving. And then the second part involves more of a social dimension. He says, we recognize that the sources of this goodness are outside of ourselves. We acknowledge that other people or a higher power, you might say it's God, but we acknowledge that so many of our gifts, whether they're big or small, so many things and so much of the goodness in our lives is, is coming through someone else or something else. And so it requires us to see how we've been supported and been affirmed by either the universe or God or by other people. So why is this important? Well, we need to proactively practice this. And I'll tell you why. Psychologist Rick Hansen said that our brain has a negativity bias, which means all these years through evolution, we've actually been wired to look for negativity because it was a means for survival. We're constantly on the lookout for those bad things because we didn't want there to be something that could hurt us or kill us. Um, he said that our brain is continuously looking for bad news. And as soon as it finds some, it fixates on it with tunnel vision. It fast tracks it into memory storage and then reactivates anything that has a, a hint of something that's vaguely similar to that. And he also said that good news gets a kind of neutral shrug, like, ah, oh, whatever. So in effect, our brain is like Velcro for negative experiences, and it's like Teflon for positive ones. So that's really important to know 
because we're starting with that sort of deficit. We're starting being hardwired to look for the negative. So we really have to understand that there's a reason why we are not as happy as we might want to be. We are, we are trained to look for negative things. And so if we know that, we can anticipate that and then we can train ourselves to create a gratitude practice and to really cultivate an awareness of things to be grateful for and to make it a habit by practicing it um, proactively. According to Psychology Today, there's seven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude. Number one, it actually creates better relationships. Just by saying thank you to someone you meet makes you more likely to seek a friendship and acknowledging someone else's contribution makes them feel better and it deepens the relationship. There's an article from UC Berkeley. It said that feeling gratitude lights up the parts of our brain that processes emotional processing, interpersonal bonding, and rewarding social interactions, moral judgment, and the ability to understand the mental states of others. So it also engages that ability to take on other people's perspectives and practice radical empathy, which we all know is so important in your personal relationships and also in your business. This really goes on to strengthen so much of what you're setting out to do. Um, The second benefit um, that's been proven scientifically is that gratitude improves your health. Grateful people don't have as many physical issues. They happen to sleep better and they're more likely to take care of their health. They exercise and they go to the doctor. The third thing is that it improves your psychological health. It reduces your negative emotions like envy, regret, depression, anxiety, and instead it increases the positive feelings like joy and happiness. There's a TED Talk on this and there were studies that found it makes you more resilient against stress, suffering, and trauma because it gives you a new perspective to process those life events that other people would find really horrible. Also, it improves your self-esteem. You realize that there are other people on your side who want you to succeed. This helps you find value in yourself and ultimately challenges uh, what you believe in your own capabilities. Because like we said, uh, whatever you look for, you will find. So whatever you think is true, you'll find evidence for. So if you keep presenting yourself with these ideas that are, are positive and grateful, you will start to see the evidence that all of that is true. There was a Forbes article that talked about ways of practicing gratitude And it said, you know, don't be picky about what you're grateful for. Nothing is really too small. You could say that you're grateful for the fact that your, you know, fingers move. You could say that you're grateful for that Starbucks latte. You could say that you're grateful that somebody smiled at you when you walked down the street. Whatever it is, you're having a good hair day. Find gratitude in the challenges you face also. Remember that what you're learning from past challenges or negative situations is actually helping you become the person you are today. So we can actually find gratitude for that and for things that have been difficult. We can also practice mindfulness. We can be writing daily or weekly in a gratitude journal, even just spending like 10 or 15 minutes um, thinking or jotting down a few grateful sentiments or even just five things you're grateful for. You know, every night with my kids, I I have them do three things. We do a rose, a thorn, and a bud. I I say, tell me something that you were really grateful for that happened today. Tell me something that was like a little bit difficult. And then tell me something you're looking forward to. We do this every single night and it gets them excited and they start looking for things throughout their day that they're going to talk to me about later. And I think it's a great habit for all of us. You can also volunteer. When we when we serve others, it helps our own well-being and also gives you perspective on the blessings in your life that you might take for granted. We can also tell someone that we're thankful for them. There was an experiment that showed that sharing your thanks with someone else increases level of happiness and it makes the other person feel better too. 
And also spending time with people you love, not only does that improve your relationship, but it might be a good idea like while you're with this person, you know, finding ways to be an active listener, finding ways to just make space for this person and support them. And while you're with them, just thinking about the gratitude you have for just the fact that they're there in your life, you know, in this moment, that's all going to like do so much to just make you feel so full. And I think all of us have experiences where we've met people who have all of the things that seemingly would make a person happy. You know, they have family and friends and a beautiful house and cars and whatever they need and vacations, but they're not happy. And then we've had experiences, I'm sure you've all had experiences like I have, where you meet somebody who doesn't have the things that you might think would make a person happy. And yet they're glowing because they they have so much gratitude. They have that perspective. And so they're really rich, right? My grandma used to talk about how she felt like she had millions, even though she didn't, because she was always counting her blessings and talking about how grateful she was for what she did have. So think about that. You know, what can you do to start to cultivate that practice? I think it's really interesting data to know that we have a negativity bias and that maybe we can get ahead of that by proactively practicing this and and thinking about the ways that our spouse, our children, our best friend, or even the the world just comes to support us and how lucky we are. It's so easy to shrug off the blessings, but really there's such a beauty there. And you know, I heard Brene Brown talking about joy and she was talking about how difficult sometimes it is to actually feel joy. And she, she gave some interesting um, insight into why. She said one night she was coming home from dinner with her husband. They had gone on this really nice date and they just really got along that evening and it was really nice. And they were walking back into the house having just come from this beautiful evening. They were holding hands and they were about to open the door and like see their kids and thank the babysitter. And she had this moment where she was holding his hand, looking at their beautiful home, about to walk in and see her children. And for a second, she just let herself just sink in and just surrender to this feeling of fullness and joy. And she said about five seconds in, she felt scared. Oh my gosh, what if something happens to my husband? What if something happens to my home? What if something happens to my kids? What if I open the door and they're not okay right now? And she said, she thinks that one of the reasons that sometimes we actually are afraid to feel completely um, overwhelmed with joy and to really sink into it is because fear can come around. Because when you really think about how happy you are, sometimes you all of a sudden then feel scared that you might lose what you have. And so she said, one of the ways to counteract that is knowing that that fear might come around the corner is like feel the joy and then go to a place of gratitude for it. And she said that allows you to stay in that joy longer and it keeps the fear away so you can just really enjoy it and then give some gratitude up to the world and to God and to the universe, whoever you want to thank, but you just thank this person, your, you know, whatever it is, your career, your friends, anything that's gotten you to that point, she said, will allow you to extend that feeling of joy and not fall into the fear. So I thought that was really cool and that might be stuff to help you with. I also I saw on the Dalai Lama's Twitter, it was a few years ago on Thanksgiving, it said, if you want to know how enlightened you are, go home for Thanksgiving. And so I just want to share with all of you, you know, some of us, we go home for Thanksgiving and there's either one person in our family or several people who um, tend to bring up anxiety or we feel that we find ourselves pleasing or we find ourselves proving ourselves or we just feel like we shut down. Um, I want you to know how normal that is. I think most people are dealing with some of that to a certain extent. And so just remember before you walk into the house that you're there for yourself. And they've done studies that find that just naming for yourself inside your mind, having that mindful moment of saying to yourself quietly, you know, in your thoughts, wow, I'm really anxious right now, or I'm 
I'm noticing that I'm starting to prove myself. I'm just going to take a deep breath. That actually, they've done studies that shows just naming what you're feeling can help lower anxiety and help you feel more grounded and integrates things that you're feeling. So the levels of cortisol, sort of the stress hormone is sort of less intense. So just know you're not alone and maybe focus on what you do have to be grateful for and take care of yourself and be mindful and don't try so hard to prove yourself and maybe turn it around and just, you know, focus on giving, you know, people who are there some extra love because you're an amazing person and you have extra love to give and um, just be kind to yourself. And I know that this time can be, you know, difficult. Sometimes over the holidays, people don't take care of themselves as much. You know, they're not on their routine. They're not working out or they're not eating as healthy. Um, So just try to be cognizant of that and see if you can maybe proactively think about taking like 30 minutes. You're going to take a walk or you're going to go in the other room or you're going to read or find a meditation app on your phone. Remember to be there for yourself. And if you want, you know, come find me on Instagram or go to the Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. Uh, We have a great community there, but you're not alone. There's a tremendous amount of love and support coming toward you wherever you are. I just want you to know that. Okay, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. Sticking to a weight loss plan can be super hard, especially when you don't know how to handle these thoughts and triggers and other obstacles that can sabotage your progress. Most people who lose weight actually gain it back. And why? Because most weight loss plans just tell you what to do while you're on the plan and not after. Gym memberships and personal trainers and nutritionists are really expensive. Let me tell you about Noom and how they can help you on your weight loss journey. So you might remember that a few months ago, I was trying to cut out sugar completely and I was actually doing it for a little while. But you know, I'm only human and I have three little kids who are constantly eating eating stuff that I shouldn't be eating. And of course, I go ahead and eat a little bit of it too. But Noom is great because it's all about moderation. It's not just quitting certain foods completely. And it's also cool because it's not about just hitting certain exercise goals or tracking calories. It's really like training the right mindset to set yourself up so that you can hit those goals. And a lot of their tips about dealing with those self-sabotaging voices, it's not just helping our physical health, but our emotional and mental well-being as well, which is really important if you want to be able to show up in the world. Plus, Noom just asks you to commit 10 minutes a day. So 10 minutes a day to you, that's actually a really good thing to be doing. So if you're like me and super busy, it's really helpful. It's not a lose weight fast plan. It's just a lose weight for good plan. (laughs) What do you have to lose? Sign up today to start your trial at noom.com slash dream job. Start your trial today at noom.com slash dream job and start losing weight for good. That's noom.com slash dream job to start your trial and start seeing life-changing results today. Okay, let's talk about your wins. This is such a fun part. I love doing this every week. So Leslie DM me on Instagram and she said, Hi, Kathy. I just want to say thank you for everything you do. You motivated me to get serious about my art and turn it into a side hustle. I started last year and intuitively my style totally changed this past July. I launched my shop on Friday with original paintings and they all sold within 24 hours. I really didn't think people would buy any. I'm so happy that we have you as our reminder that we are enough and we are worth it. I love when you ask your guests how we are helping others by making pretty things. I struggled with that for the longest time and then I realized it could be something so simple as if I can transform someone's space or inspire their own creativity. I believe it was Vanessa Van Edwards who said that. It's so cool to listen to all the different answers guests come up with. So thank you again. Leslie, 
it's incredible what you did. I'm so proud of you that you went ahead and took the initiative and did it. And then I just can't believe you sold out all of this in just 24 hours. That's insane. And yeah, your art is life-changing for someone else. You being the happiest version of you, you doing your art, not only does it lift people up because art and cake pops and beautiful like items and furniture and candles, those are the things that, you know, people want to like be around and it lifts us all up and it makes a room, you know, turn into a home. It makes something turn from just like a moment into an experience. So all of these things are really awesome, but it also just you doing you and being happy, other people around you who will hear about it or see it or know you will feel permission to go follow their own bliss. So you are definitely helping the world. You guys, you can go check out Leslie's work. She's restocking her shop in December. So if you want to get one of her gorgeous paintings, you can find her on Instagram at lesliramirez.art or lesliramirez.com. And Leslie is spelled L-E-S-L-E-Y. Thank you, Leslie, and keep it up. Okay. The next win is from Candace. She messaged me and wrote, Hey, Kathy, I just joined your Facebook group and started following you on Instagram. Your podcast has been a light in dark places for me. It's exactly the content I needed and it's delivered with such logic and practical positivity. I'm so grateful you found this path of expression. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. I used to be an architect, she said, and now a stay-at-home mom with two young boys going through a time of massive creativity, reawakening, and personal growth. I was trying to move forward in, in a more aligned and purposeful way, but I was still very much lost in the woods. After only almost three solid years of trying to think my way forward, your advice on letting go of perfection and getting clarity through action has been game changing. Now I just have to overcome the stagnation and jump into something. Thank you again for sharing so much of yourself and your wisdom. You're amazing. Candice, you're so awesome. You're right. Clarity does come from action. And once you started getting messy, you just got your hands dirty more and more and you started seeing the path just started to come clearer and clearer. I love that you said that after three solid years of trying to think your way forward, you let go of perfection and you just went ahead and did stuff. It's so true and it's so cool. Candace, you're welcome to share what you're doing in the Don't Keep Your Data Facebook group. And that goes for anyone. You can post your progress, your questions, your wins. It's an amazing community and everyone there is so inspiring and supportive. So I highly encourage you to join and introduce yourself to the group. Okay, another win is from Janelle. She posted in our Facebook group. She said, my win of the week, the opening of the brand new Lululemon store in my city, Grand Prairie, Alberta. They commissioned me to make this giant woven wall hanging. When I was working on my quote for this place, I was listening to the podcast and it was speaking right to me about not being afraid to charge what I'm worth. And it worked. Thank you, Kathy, for your amazing podcast. Janelle, this totally made my day. Huge congrats to you. Your work is absolutely stunning. I'm so happy that you charged what you felt you were deserving of. I know that so many more amazing things are in your future. You guys have to go give her some love. Her website is spruceandlinen.com and you can find Janelle on Instagram at spruceandlinen. You got to see this photo of her standing in front of this huge, beautiful piece of woven art that she made. This amazing wall hanging everyone's going to want one. Such big things are in your future. I'm so excited for you. Okay. Now let's go on to a question. Kelly posted in the Facebook group. Hey all, just got some feedback. I'm wondering what your thoughts are in regards to faking it till you make it. I'm starting up my coaching business. I'm a certified life coach and I've coached people online before. And also I have six years of teaching experience. So I feel pretty qualified. Most importantly, I walk my talk and document my own personal journey on Instagram. I don't claim I know everything, but I do have relevant experiences and knowledge that I share. Someone I know expressed concern 
and that I'm not being completely truthful with how I represent myself. They pointed out that I'm stating I'm a coach, even though I don't have clients right now. I posted a picture on my Instagram stories that I was working on my business, but my business isn't making money yet. So why am I posting about it? I need to mentally and energetically step into the version of me that I'm creating in order for this to become the reality. But now I'm doubting myself. What are your thoughts about this? Ah, that's a good one. So here is some of the advice that some of the people in our Facebook group gave. Casey said, number one, ignore this friend, she put in quotes, this person's concern and remove that person from your circle. Number two, you are thinking about your business and creating content that is working. Three, you are qualified to be a coach. You have coached people online before. This makes you a coach. And number four, your business will make money. Just keep working. And again, ignore the negativity. Good luck. And Kelly responded to Casey and said, thank you. And yes, she is very much removed and now blocked on social media. Sierra said, I was talking to a friend about this the other day and she told me faking it till you make it is fine, but believing it until you become it is more powerful. You do not only have the skills and opportunity for this, but the drive and the strong willpower. We all start somewhere and this is your beginning. And Erica said, when I was a beginning freelance writer, I struggled with how to introduce myself. I finally decided I had to lead with, I am a freelance writer working on an article for the Seattle Times. Even if I was actually actually thinking I am a struggling writer who has never been published and I'm pitching an idea to the Seattle Times. After my own experience, I told everyone I was a freelance writer who published my very first article on the cover of the Seattle Times. And Erica also suggested listening to that last Thursday's episode with my friend Naomi Selleck, who also shared a story about how she owned her title as a realtor before she was even officially certified. So yeah, I definitely also recommend that episode. So here's what I say. I say you're absolutely in the right. I think that we all have to stop apologizing. Um, I just had a conversation with the incredible woman, Tara Moore, who wrote a book called Playing Big. And she talked about how often we say things like, I'm just this, or I'm just a mom. Or I recently spoke to one of my friends, AG. She's a producer. Adrian Gonzalez is her full name. She's produced for amazing people. She's one of the most talented songwriter, producers, vocalists, artists that I know. And she was saying that for years, she had been producing her own music and mixing her own music and writing her own music. But she would work with other people sometimes and she would forget to say, oh yeah, I am a producer. For some reason, she didn't give herself that due. She always was like apologetic, like, oh, I'm just a writer. I'm just this. But like she was producing for years before she started producing for other people. Now she's been producing for other people for a long time. But she said it wasn't until she actually owned it and said, I am producing. Even if I've just gotten those results results for myself, I've been working. I've been doing this. And so she started to own it. And next thing she knew, the doors were opening. And it is so important, especially in her field, because there's not as many women producers as there should be. And we just had this great conversation recently about it. And I want to have her on the show to talk about the incredible success that she's had. And she's worked with like lots of of super, super famous people at this point. But it, it all only started and unfolded when she stopped apologizing and she owned it. And she said, yes, I'm a producer. Yes, I'm a writer. Um, I had the same thing when I was started as a songwriter. I didn't think that I really was a songwriter because I wasn't a great musician. I wasn't able to play the piano super well or the guitar, but I knew how to write lyrics and I knew how to come up with melodies. And I would always like, you know, kind of shrug my shoulders and be like, I don't know. Are you a songwriter? I don't know. And when I finally said, yes, this is who I am, I started setting co-writing sessions. I started to walk into rooms saying, yes, I can do that. I've met so many people who got to where they are because they said, yes, 
this is who I am. And then they learned on the spot what they needed to know. You know, they didn't necessarily know everything about what that job entailed right away, but they said yes and they figured it out. You know, Emma, my co-producer, I'm always so impressed with her for producing this podcast because she's like 14 years younger than me and she has that same mentality. Whatever I ask her to do, she's like, yep, no problem. And she has such confidence about herself that I trust her with so many things. And then she goes right on to do it with like flying colors. So when I met her, she was in her early 20s and yet didn't matter whether or not she had already worked on like 15 number one podcasts. It was the fact that she felt ready to do it and she's been nothing short of amazing. Um, and it was the same thing with my podcast. Every single thing I've, I've tried myself, I've always doubted, you know, who am I to do a podcast? When I started this show, you guys, I thought, well, Gretchen Rubin, she's got a best-selling book on happiness. You know, all of these people, Seth Godin has a podcast. He's like a marketing expert. He's done a TED Talk. I was like, who am I to do this? And you know, we started the show two years ago and we had this moment where Apple featured us and we were on the iTunes charts and we've stayed on the iTunes charts. We've never left. So I think that we have to stop second guessing ourselves and just press publish or tell people that this is what we're here to do and you will get better and better and better at it. But um, you're doing the right thing by saying this is who you are and you're just going to keep growing and growing and growing more and more into that role and getting better and better and better at it. It was just one last example. I was talking to my friend, Lauren Weinstein, who's a professor at Stanford. And she just told me the other day, um, she's so incredible. She's been helping me write my speech. I'm going to have her on the show soon because she's incredible at helping people with public speaking. But she just said to me the other day that she went to Stanford undergrad, then she went to Stanford Law School, then she wound up getting a teaching job at Stanford. And like her first day, she was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be a professor at Stanford? I've never taught a class, a college class before. And she's like, but I guess I'm going to do it. And she's an incredible professor, but she had to sort of like just decide that yes, she was and not apologize and not backpedal. And, you know, she's created an incredible career working with some of the biggest and, you know, most successful speakers and authors out there. So I'm really glad that the community saw it the way that I did. And I hope that all of you um, stop apologizing, put your shoulders back, take your seat at the table and move forward. Nobody is an expert. Everyone feels imposter syndrome. And so what? Let's keep moving. Let's keep learning. Let's keep giving what we can give in this moment. And we're going to grow from it and we're going to become better and better at what we do. Okay, before we keep going, I want to thank a couple more sponsors. This episode is brought to you by MGME. There's no substitute for luxury Italian footwear, unparalleled quality, incredible style, shoes you just don't see every day. But to get this type of luxury, you have to pay usually a luxury price. Well, at least you used to have to. That's why I want to tell you about MGME. MGME is Italian luxury made the old way, sold the new way, merging time-honored Italian shoemaking with modern customer experience. I got the Fortuna Flats in Antique Rose. They're really sleek and stylish yet simple and super comfortable, which is always a plus. So it's great because they're so versatile. MGME's shoes are handcrafted in the same family-owned workshops in Italy where items from the most well-known luxury brands are also made. But because of their direct relationship with the workshops, you get the same quality shoes as those luxury brands at a third of the price. They've got a whole bunch of styles to choose from. And every week they have the Monday Drop where they drop brand new limited edition shoes every single Monday. So you don't have to wait a whole season for new collections and trends to come out. It's pretty cool, right? So shipping is also complimentary and returns and exchanges are free and easy. Go see for yourself how amazing these shoes are at mgme.com slash dream job for $50 off your first pair. That's letter M G E M I.com slash dream job for $50 off your first pair. Mgme Italian luxury made the old way, sold the new way. 
Don't Keep Your Day Job is supported by Pocket, the app for reading, watching, and listening to all the amazing content you find on the web. If you love podcasts, you're going to love Pocket's new listen feature. Any article you saved can be read out loud so the rest of you is for you to cook, commute, work out, walk, or just relax and listen. Transform the way you read with Pocket from Firefox. Download from your app store or at getpocket.com. Okay, so we have these amazing listening groups all over the world. Do you guys know about this? People are meeting up in cities all over the world, not just all over the states, but all over the world. People are meeting up and they're meeting up locally at a coffee shop or someone's home or at the park, or sometimes they're meeting up on like a Skype call or a Zoom video chat. And they are people who listen to this podcast and they're talking week after week about things that they're learning and they're talking about how to apply those things to their own businesses and their own dream jobs. I really suggest that you guys become a part of this. So if you want to be a part of this, you can go to don'tkeepyourdayjob.com. There's a, a link you can click to join a meetup group, or you can email us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and we'll find a group for you and we'll help put you with a group. Angela said that the Washington group had their second meetup on Zoom. Debbie's group in the Bay Area had their third meeting, which is amazing. Angie's group in London is planning to meet soon. And Honey in Australia messaged me and said, Hi, Kathy. I love, love your podcast. Podcast. They are full of an amazing life force and heart. I've only been listening for a few months, but I'm hooked on your jab of enthusiasm each week. I wanted to let you know I had my first meetup in Australia. I added my name to the list and could only see American listings, so I didn't think about it again. And then I got an email out of the blue from a lady called Eugenie who lives only three hours drive from me. Australia is big, just like the US, so three hours is pretty good. We caught up at a halfway point and got to know each other, our backgrounds, our dreams, our interests, and your podcast, and we just talked about life. It was such a surreal experience meeting someone through a podcast. I've met plenty of people through Instagram, but through a podcast is more unusual and very cool. It was like going on a blind friend date. Thanks for helping to facilitate real human connection. Honey and Eugenie, you guys rock. First of all, I want to thank Eugenie for having the courage to just reach out to Honey and strike up a conversation. And the fact that you live three hours from each other, but still made the commitment to meet up. I'm so impressed. There's actually a separate Facebook group um, for those of you who want to be part of these listening groups. It's the Don't Keep Your Day Job Listening Pods meetup groups. Go check it out. You'll find people there who want to join. And we have tons of people who've been writing and saying, I live in Australia. I want to be part of a group. There's a lot of people there. So I hope you guys continue to find each other. Okay. One more shout out. So Emma emailed us and she said, the DC group had our first meeting over Zoom on Sunday evening. It was a big success. We talked about how it will be so helpful to have this group for support and accountability. Their group members include Betsy. She's in the podcast course and working on her podcast, which is called Elder and Wiser. Malis, who launched a new yoga concept called Bounce Yoga. Dan, who's a musician and plays music with his wife as a duo called Soul Pajamas. Jackie, who has enjoyed traveling as a flight attendant but is ready for a change. Emily, who is retiring soon from the Navy and started a blog called The Sophisticated Divorcee. And Emma is actually someone we featured in our listener wins during Ruth Sukup's episode. She had said, I talked about how I was leaving my job as an architect to become a florist, and I did. I left my job in the fall. I've apprenticed under the founder of Steel Cut Flower Co. here in Baltimore. We decided to embrace the current brand we've come to love and expand. I started my own LLC. We hire lawyers and just signed a contract so I can own the Maryland location while the founder starts the new Virginia outpost. We just completed an amazing marketing photo shoot and the website will soon reflect our two locations under the two different lead designers and I'm one of them. I still fluctuate between confidence and doubt. It's been hard to transition from being around 90 colleagues to sometimes working alone in a studio. The podcast has been a huge help and now that it's coming to life with this new group, real faces with consistent check-ins, I feel like I'm going to have a strong support system again. Thanks for everything, Emma and the DC Maryland group. Emma, thank you so much for that update. It's so cool. I think it's important for people to know that while you're doing what you love, it's 
it's not all daisies and unicorns, but you find ways to get that encouragement and keep marching forward. I am so excited for you and the rest of this awesome creative DC group to make tremendous strides. So please keep me posted. And for anyone who wants to join one of our amazing meetup groups, there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up or you can email us at hello at don'tkeepyourdayjob.com and let us know who you are and what city you're in and we will get you connected. So in honor of Thanksgiving, I want to thank you again for listening. You guys are so awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the experience of getting to connect with you, hear your stories. Thank you for being a part of this audience, which keeps growing. Thank you for sharing the show with your friends and leaving us a review on iTunes. Please send over any questions you have or wins so we can celebrate you. You can DM me on Instagram at kathy.heller or post it in our Don't Keep Your Day Job Facebook group. And please share the show with someone. Find an episode that you love, whether it's this one or another one, and please go ahead and, and share it with a friend. If you're listening on your phone, if you're listening through iTunes on the bottom of your phone, there's like three little dots. If you click on that, it'll give you the option to share the show. You could text it to someone or you could email it to someone, but share any episode that you love and and um, leave us a review on iTunes. And then finally, come on over and follow me on Instagram at kathy.heller. Kathy's with a C. I'm going to be giving away two $100 gift cards tomorrow. And that's another amazing way for you to support us. Um, I feel like I connect with people the most on Instagram and I've been loving talking to you guys. Also, like I said before, I've been adding video content there. So come check it out. Let me know what you think of these one minute videos I've been posting on what I think are like positive, encouraging thoughts that might help you through the week. We are all so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful to Emma Kikuchi for helping me produce the show. I'm so grateful to my husband and my girls for being so awesome and giving mommy the time to record this and my husband for helping me become who I am and having that love and support in my life has helped me do incredible things. I'm grateful to all of you. I'm grateful to so many people and I'm grateful for so many things. So I will leave you with a song of mine. Have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Sunday nights, I would go for a drive And the hills were lit up with their twinkling lights There was a place at a table Someone was waiting for everyone but me